Well, thanks for joining. It's your girl, the D to the A and S I E A. Yes, it's Dancia, and I'm so glad you decided to join me today. So here we are. It's already the 16th of this year, this decade, January 16th, 2020, y'all. And the word of today is good father. I guess you can say it's two words, good father. So I was just thinking about this and I talked to several people who have been um, adopted and they actually have met their, their father but they've been adopted by um, a man that's not their biological father, but yet they feel like this is really their father. And it's so wonderful because it's interesting to see the relationship that they have with this person that they don't share DNA with, but they share DNA with. It is amazing to watch y'all. And I watched it up close and personal. And so it brought me to a verse in um, Romans, the eighth chapter, the 15th verse that is, And it says in the New Living Translation, So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba, Father. And um, Abba is really um, Aramaic and Abba is really um, Hebrew. And so I was just looking at that and I thought about it. You have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Can you think, really think about this? It, it is, it is interesting that people, when they grow up and they, after they've been adopted or um, after they've been adopted and they want to meet their biological father and they want, you know, they want some type of relationship and maybe the relationship is breached. Maybe it comes off very well. But the, the, the interesting thing is they still feel really connected to the person that adopted them. And someone told me that this person thought enough about me to give me their name. And such as God, he thinks enough about us to give him, to give us his name. That name is what? Jesus. But not only that, it says when he adopted you as his own children, now we can call him dad. I've never met someone that was raised in a house by a the person that adopted them that had never called that man dad. I have I have not. Now maybe you have and maybe there are some, but the 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 statistically speaking, there are many that call that person their dad and that doesn't change for them. They still call them dad. I don't care what they do. They call them dad. But here's a wonderful, let's kind of transition a little bit. Matthew, the seventh chapter, 11th verse. Y'all, 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 y'all. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? I haven't met a child unless they've been in a not so good situation. I've never met a child that had a loving father that um, has never asked them for anything and they have never given them anything. We're talking about good father, right? So whenever the child asks, a good father will give them that gift, will get them that whatever they ask for. And I'm not talking about all the time, but God does that even more. And so he's an example of what kind of father we deserve. I don't care what situation we have grown up with. And, you know, times we don't feel like we're connected to our dad. Maybe they've done something and maybe they weren't 
Maybe they weren't all they should have been, but they did the best they could. I'm talking about me right now. Did the best they could with what they had and what they knew. So what? But this father, oh, we so deserve him. Why do we deserve him? I don't care how bad I've been. I deserve this kind of father when I go to him and ask him that he's going to give me what I need and sometimes what I want. I don't think he's just that kind of father that won't give me sometimes what I want. He understands me, loves me, and I pull on the tug on his heart and pull on his heart. So he's going to give me some stuff that sometimes he may or may not think I needed at the time, but because I go to him and ask him. And so then what I do as a mature person, I then say, Lord, help me to, to manage this well, to steward over this well to make sure I do the things that are right. I want to do right by you when you give me something that I want. So let me go to this really quick. Good father really means, so father really means the strength of the house, the strength of the house, the strength of the house. I want you to go, listen, this floored me when I learned this before. And it literally means that the dad and we we we're missing this. We're missing the strength of the house, that ox, that that thing that bears the the strong person in the family, in the household. Not only is he strong in physical nature, but strong in um strong in provision, strong in leading spiritually. That's what we really need. And that's who God is for us. Isn't it amazing that he's a good father? He does exactly what's needed for his house. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for being the good father. I'm so grateful that you have been the best example of a good father I could ever have. And I know I can go to you, not just to get the things I want, but father, you give me what I need. You direct us, you guide us, and we appreciate you, God. And you love us in such a way that you decided, even though we weren't part of the Jews, the Jews, but we are the Gentiles and you still adopted us. You still cared enough about us. And we, even though we didn't have the bloodline, you still shed your blood through Jesus Christ for us so that now we are covered with the blood and now your children. I declare that you are a good father.